For instance, I had him lower than Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. But again, I think you're splitting hairs here when it comes. Tony, to- I did. Tony, I did. Tony, I did. Stop. I did. You, you stop, continue stop. to show. Yeah, like what, what are, what are we doing? About? What are we I doing thought, here? Uh, by now, come on, dude. Come on. You're smart. You're you a smart guy. To, you're intelligent the guy. The definition you of insanity is making the same society. mistake over that and over ridiculous. again and expecting a different I'm sorry. result. That is fucking crazy, and you know it. You know <laughs> no, 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 dude. You can't. You can't. You can't have Josh Allen below those guys. You can't. I can absolutely. Tell me why. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the few in attendance and the thousands listening around the world, let's get ready to gamble. My name is Tony Cavallo. As always, I'm joined by Matthew Dangles, Daniel Antonio, and Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookston. We are the West Coast Gamblers, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network and the only gambling show that makes you money. And today, we are finishing the West Coast Gamblers QB rankings, numbers 10 through number 1, the final list the top 10 quarterbacks the super bowl caliber quarterbacks of the nfl we have done this list exhaustively for the past two weeks ranking 62 through number one the way it works is we all rank these quarterbacks individually and then marry the three lists together to make the master list and only 10 of them remain We've done this six years in a row. The first two years, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady III was the number one overall quarterback. The last three years running, Pat Mahomes was the number one overall quarterback. Will Pat Mahomes make it four in a row this year, or will someone take the throne from him? And as I said on the last episode, on today's list, we have something that has never happened in the six-year history of us doing these quarterback rankings, and I can't wait to get into it. Boys, before we dive in, how have you felt about the QB list thus far? Are you happy with the rankings? I think we've gotten a lot of this correctly, especially the top 32. I'm very proud of the list thus far, but only 10 remain, boys. It's time to break it down. I'm excited. Uh- I am just tired of talking about quarterbacks with you guys, and I cannot wait to uh, move on to talk about who uh, bet on who is going to uh, miss 17 at the Players' Championship in our <laughs> Players' <laughs> Championship episode with the return of uh, Schaefer the Sand Trap. No, I think we've done a really good job so far. I've really, I've, I've enjoyed the list, and, and uh, it sounds like this top 10 is going to be maybe our most uh, contentious, interesting, uh, uh, intrigue-filled episode so far. Even better, maybe than numbers sixty-two to forty-one, which I know was a rip-roaring roller coaster of a ride for everyone who listened. It was a big one. It was a big one. Uh, uh, numbers twenty through eleven to catch everyone up. Number twenty was Detroit Lions' own Jared Goff. Jameis Winston nineteen. Jalen Hurts eighteen. Pretty Jimmy Garoppolo was 17 and dangles his rookie stud. Mac Jones came in at 16 overall. 15, Kirk Cousins, the consummate teen in these rankings. Kirk Cousins was 15, Matt Ryan 14. Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans ceiling was at 13. Kyler Murray immature at number 12. And then finally, a man that was just cut in a tie with the man who was number 10 was Lamar Jackson at number 11, a former MVP. But number 10. It's time to dive in. The man Lamar Jackson was tied with, and he was beaten out because I had him number nine. Dangles had him number 10, beating out what Lamar had, was Derek Carr of the Las Mm. Vegas Raiders. Listen, 
Derek Carr has been on this list every year we've done it. The highest he's ever been was that year he almost won MVP before he got hurt. He came in seventh overall. Past three years, he was 22, 18, 14, and now 10, only rising in the rankings. And listen, with all the tumultuous stuff that happened in the Las Vegas Raiders season, Derek Carr was the one constant, always constantly producing, led them to a 9-7 and record sneaking into the playoffs, and was a fourth and goal from the eight-yard line away from beating the AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. In my opinion, that team, the Las Vegas Raiders, is not a well-built team around him. Mike Mayock made a lot of mistakes. John Gruden made a lot of mistakes. But I think Derek Carr has the chance to be a Super Bowl-caliber quarterback. I don't know if it happens in Vegas, as he, had, as he is currently on his last year of that deal with a new head coach. I love the pairing of Josh McDaniels in there. I think it will help Derek Carr. But I really think Derek Carr can win a Super Bowl. Boys... Do you think it's going to be with Las Vegas, or do you think Derek Carr moves on this time next year? I'm very excited to see where he lands on next year's list. I love him at number 10. Schaefer the Sharp, you had Derek Carr right out of your top 10 at number 12 overall. What are your feelings on Derek Carr? Did we place him correctly, or are you a little disappointed he wasn't on last week's episode? No, you guys did place him correctly, and it's so hard. As Dangle said, talking about Kyler, it's like, where do you put this guy? Like, I I really think my nine through 12 are interchangeable. And I was a big Derek Carr fan this year. You guys know that. I mean, I, I, I thought the world of him, not only on the field, but off the field and just managing that team for all that tumultuous season they had. And it's so funny because we look at his weapons, you know, I'm not, I'm not a big Josh Jacobs guy personally. He's, he's, he's okay. Um, Renfro is obviously a more than serviceable slot guy and Darren Waller first time this year. Uh, he had injury problems, Yep. but man, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, uh, you know, I haven't heard anything. And obviously this Aaron Rodgers saga continues to go on and Devontae Adams will be franchise tag more than likely. And that'll be that. But if you were to go anywhere, uh, boy, oh boy, seems like Vegas might be a mo- very logical Perfect. spot for him. Tony squares. Perfect. And if, if, a, if Derek Carr had a guy like Devontae Adams and Waller turns into the number two and then Renfro is like a legit slot number three. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. I think that could be very, very dangerous. I like Derek Carr. I think Vegas. I think. I think all the speculation with the Harbaugh thing um, when they thought he was going to go to the Raiders came from the fact that they had Derek Carr at quarterback. Yeah, I really do. Yep. Now that was kind of put to bunk when he was going to take the Vikings job. We all know who the Vikings quarterback is. That's neither here or there. Derek Carr, I believe, is a top ten quarterback. I think he's got a future in Vegas. And if he doesn't, some team's lucky to have him. Big Derek Carr guy. Uh, Dangle, same question to you. Do you think Derek Carr is long for the Las Vegas world? Obviously, he'll be playing this year for them. But I think Derek Carr can win a Super Bowl. Derek Carr's future is tough to uh, look into here, but he's still a relatively young guy in the prime of his career. I love that you had him ranked right where we have him number 10. You think he's a top 10 QB. Is Las Vegas stupid for seeing this guy out the door? He has to stay, right? I mean, and I think he will. I just think that's kind of like who he is. Like, it seems to me, and guys correct me if I'm wrong, that Derek Carr loves playing for the Raiders. He yeah. seems to love that organization, that fan base. Maybe he's just a really good team right, mate, right? Like maybe he's just pulling the wool over my eyes and he'd do that no matter where he goes like a Tim Tebow, right? He's just that kind of – because that's kind of who his personality strikes me as. You know, he's a proven winner. Uh, well, okay, so he's better than Tebow in that way, right? But he <laughs> he can <laughs> – but he can, he can win you games. He can – who knows what would have happened that 2016 season. Yeah, before – saves himself from marriage. Who knows what would have happened that year where he was on track for an MVP before he broke his ankle. Um, 
I think, you know, yeah. Well, seriously, though, remember, Connor Cook started a fucking playoff game I that was year for them. When you just said saves himself for <laughs> You're right. It doesn't, I mean, he seems like, again, he's just, he's uh, he's that dude. That's, that, that is who he is. So I, I think he is a top 10 quarterback in this league. I think any team would be happy to have him. I think it hurt big time. I mean, think about this. They lost Henry Ruggs midway through the season. We talked a lot about this, and Drew, mm. you, Schaefer, the Sharp, you especially. That was a total makeover to that passing game, losing that deep threat. It oh, changed yeah. the way they had to approach things. And then Darren Waller missed a bunch of time with injuries, and that great for Hunter Renfro. It allowed him to emerge as that third option slot guy, and now he'll be able to ask for more money and get more targets because he's shown out and proven that he's good. But I mean, you know, I I, I think I, I think that was hard for Derek Carr to get through, and and that is a tough change for any quarterback to make it through. So yeah, I think he's a top ten quarterback. I don't. I, I think he does stay because it's not about the money for him. I guess I guess the question becomes: Does he think he can win in Vegas? Because if that, then if he doesn't, he'll leave. Very excited about that team next year. Very very excited, especially if they get my guy Devontae. Number nine, however, number nine has the second highest differential that we're going to talk about today. This man has been on this list for six straight years. He has never been lower than eight. This year he comes in at number nine. This is also the first time in six years that he ever missed a start. He was the only guy, him and Phil Rivers were the only guy that played five straight years of all 16 games starting. And Russell Wilson missed his first game of his NFL career this year, and it dropped him to ninth overall. Drew, you had him as high as seventh. I had him at eighth. The reason why he falls to number nine is because Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio had Russell Wilson as the 12th best quarterback in the league. Listen, 12 is nothing to sneeze at. 12 is top third of the NFL, but Dangles, why did you have Russell Wilson out of your top 10? And Drew, why did you have Russell Wilson at number seven overall? But Dangles, you got to go first, my guy. I don't, I don't agree with your ranking of Russell at all. Okay, I, I, and again, this is another one of those where I honestly thought I was going to have to go to bat for having him too high after Ooh, after really? this year. I did, yeah. Well, no. I mean, I I, I he think was we third might last be, year. I think we might be, yeah. And and then he got hurt this year and came back and and showed that I, is he still the same guy? Do you guys think he's still the same guy? I mean, he hurt. I, I don't he know hurt, if he's I, this. I don't know if he's he the hurt, same guy. He anymore. hurt the pointer finger on his throwing hand. Yes, I think he's the same. Okay, guy. so I mean, but that's that's <laughs> that's a tough thing to get over. And and he, I do think he has good football left in him. I just absolutely, it, it's hard to get when we're talking about these guys. Like at this point, it's hard to. You know, we're talking about Lamar Jackson, Derek Carr, uh, you know, Dak Prescott. Are you telling me you'd rather have Russell Wilson right now over Lamar Jackson in your offense? I don't yes. know that I, I don't know that I would. Undeniably I don't know that I would. So. I, I think he he made my top seven, Tony, and I've referenced this a couple of times. I have seven elite quarterbacks. I consider Russell Wilson elite. Now, he had clearly his worst year as a professional quarterback, but I firmly believe this will be an outliner on many good years to come. And I do think what we saw in Matt Stafford uh, with a change of scenery and him leading his team to the Super Bowl, Schaefer the Sharp quarterback matchmaker is back. I think Russell Wilson somehow finds his way to the Mile Holly City with the Denver Broncos. Mm. I think he makes that team a Super Bowl contender immediately. Mm. Immediately. Mm. I think with that receiving core with Sutlin and Jerry Judy and Tim Patrick, um, I, I, I do believe – what are you laughing at, Tony Squares? You, you've mispronounced three words in the past minute, but keep going. 
I said, is it Sutland? It's Sutton. Sutton. It's also not sorry, out, sorry. outliner, Court, it's outlier, Court but hey, we're good. <laughs> Cortland Sutton, I think he did a little mush together of his names <laughs> We're there. good. I said outliar. I said outlier. said outliner. Said it doesn't matter. You it doesn't matter. Outliner, okay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I didn't mean that. This would be great for editing, dang. Sorry. <clears throat> I do think Russell Wilson's season is an outlier, yeah, right, but right. I do think... Um, now it's just going to be more obvious that you mispronounced it because you so heavily. It's not. Keep all this in. You're not allowed to delete any yeah. of this, Daggles. He's elite, man. He's elite. Now he's such a dork, as we know. I I saw a TikTok of him yesterday. Heard sent me a TikTok of him, and it was just like I got to send in our group text. It's embarrassing, this guy. I mean, he's he's, he's such an odd duck. He's, he's such an 34 odd duck. years old, and 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 has won a Super Bowl, but he's also spent the last like you know whatever 12 years of his career getting sacked every season almost the most times in the NFL if not the most times in the NFL I think I don't know I think my ranking also was accounting a bit for his age and maybe I don't know I think I kind of saw this season as the start of the regression for Russell Wilson he's unhappy in Seattle which for the first time in his entire career it seems he's unhappy in Seattle for the first time in his entire career his performance fell off the uh, fell off the charts in the second half of the season after he was I think the second rated quarterback through like the first three games according to PFF according to their gradings so I think I'm just kind of accounting for age here and thinking I to me I'm starting to see the decline of Russell Wilson. I hope I'm wrong because mm. I don't want I don't want the burner underneath the cast iron skillet with which Russ has cooked for the last yes. 10 years. I don't want that flame to be turned out. I love watching him play. He's he, mm. he I think he should be in the Hall of Fame eventually and probably eventually uh, will be. I th- I think he'll be I think he'll be a Hall of Fame player because of the, yeah, I think I he had too. a, a heavy too. influence on the way the quarterback position is played and he did it like no one else ever did and I do think that will I do think that will matter but that's a discussion for another day. I think my right ranking of him at 12th was kind of like I think he's getting old. I think the injuries are starting to creep up on him. I think he's been sacked a lot over his career. I think he's unhappy for the first time and all of these things can converge to 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 make for not a great situation. I'll make a friendly wager. I believe next year's quarterback rankings, Russell Wilson will be higher than ninth. I do. I agree with you, and I hope so because, like you, Dangles, I love watching him play. I'll take the uh, under. Number eight on this list. He's also been on this list all six years. And uh, two years ago, he was seven. Last year, he was nine. Now he's eighth. He seems to have found his home right here, and we all had him ranked just about the same. But I think I'd rather have Dak Prescott on my team than Russell Wilson. Does Dallas make a, a, a Super Bowl run with this core that they have? Maybe not under Mike McCarthy, but I think Dak is the guy that can lead you there. Drew, you had him at number 10 overall. You said you have seven guys as elite. Dak's not one of them. I personally have eight guys that are elite. Dak is absolutely one of them. Why don't you think Dak belongs in elite caliber status? What I say about Kyler Murray, I think he's limited based on his coaching. I really believe that. I think I think if Sean Payton, I know it's pie in the sky right now, but if Sean Payton ever would take that Cowboys job, we'd see a side of Dak Ooh. Prescott we haven't seen before. <laughs> oh, that'd be scary. I, I I mean I mean think about it. Think about it. So obviously we don't need to go over his his his, his weapons. Yeah. Um, on the outside with CD and Cooper and Gallup, even though he's a free agent, a um, couple good tight ends, but you know Dak is he 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 kind of. He's the kind of guy where he's a stat stuffer. When he has a game, he has a game. Yeah. yeah. A game. And I don't think I don't think it's fair to judge him on his shortcomings based on just an inept 
coaching situation, McCarthy, and even this Kellen Moore. Um, but I do think he's kind of hit a ceiling on this list with his current coaching situation. Mm-hmm. Now, again, if he if he if he changes it up, I think we'll see a side of Dak we've never seen before. I don't consider him elite. I do consider him top ten. I think he's fairly ranked. Dangles, uh, uh, to me, you had Dak exactly at this spot, number eight overall. I th- I consider Dak elite. Do you? I do. Yeah, I, I I do think so. The only thing I guess that you know, it it's kind of been an up and down thing, right? Like you know, he's great before he has the horrifying ankle injury. Uh, uh, what two years ago now he comes also, back yeah, uh congratulations Dak. like that yeah, was right that was a disastrous injury and the yes, man came was. back to be ranked one spot ahead of where we had him last year like congratulations and dude. we all saw how how careful the cowboys were you know via hard knocks watching yeah. that like how how uh much you know we talked about training wheels how much they babied him held his hand kind of made sure he was ready to go didn't want to you know bother his bother that leg and all that sort of stuff and then was it a shoulder injury that ended up keeping him out and he was never the same after that the Cowboys were Super Bowl favorites or one of the Super Bowl favorites at the start of the season and that seemed to be like you know the track that they were going on and not to say that they fell off at the end of the season because they were still very good but like Dak was otherworldly before his injury this year and he came back and he wasn't the same so you know now we've seen both right so what does he do next we've seen him come back from an injury and be great and then we've seen him come back for an injury and be not so great so where does he go from here i still would rather have him over russell wilson i do think he's elite and i do think with the right coaching situation and everybody being healthy because that's been a big issue for them over the last couple of years in dallas they do have a chance and look at this young defensive core now it's always been about the offense on dallas and how great that line is right and how well they run the ball and now the receivers micah parsons you still got demarcus lawrence playing very well randy gregory had an awesome year this year and then trayvon diggs in that in that secondary they've got serviceable guys serviceable uh, or they're led by a serviceable guy back there in trayvon diggs i think with a couple of you know improvements and some draft picks here and there like yeah they're primed for a super bowl man I love Dak. I will not bet on Dallas Cowboys to win the Super Bowl as long as Mike McCarthy is their head coach, but I love no. Dak, and I wish the world for him. Number seven overall, been on this list six straight years. The highest he's ever been were the first two years that we uh, did this list. He was ninth both of those years, but this year he rises to number seven after being 11 last year. Dangles, you had him as high as number six. Myself, I had him right at number 10. This is the Super Bowl champion, Matthew Stafford. Listen, I, I don't want to let recency bias make my grades here. I had Matthew Stafford 10th because I still think he's the I, I think he's a, he's always been high on my list. I think he's a top 10 quarterback. I don't know if I had him 6th though, Dangle. That's a little bit high. I know he just won a Super Bowl, but he didn't I mean, I wouldn't say Matthew Stafford won that Super Bowl. I'd say the Rams won that Super Bowl. Am I wrong? No, not necessarily, but I don't think his playoff performance can be discounted. Um he was much much better. I mean, yes, he had Look, <laughs> Matthew Stafford is 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 kind of what you call it's he's a YC wig quarterback right and what you see is what you get quarterback we you know what you're gonna get with Matthew Stafford you're getting the throws that nobody else can make you're getting the deep bombs but you're also getting the interceptions like that's part of the Matthew Stafford's uh, uh, uh package but like he goes in beats the Cardinals 34 to 11 where he threw for two touchdowns 366 yards two more touchdowns in the Tampa Bay game where Cam Akers tried to fumble the ball away twice for them uh, and then also Brady engineered his, you know, his final masterpiece comeback there. And then a 337-yard, two-touchdown performance in the 
NFC title game against the 49ers team that had been living rent-free in Sean McVay's head for the last three, four years, whatever it was. He was third in the league in passing yards, second in the league in touchdowns, and yes, he tied for Trevor Lawrence with uh, tried with Trevor Lawrence for interceptions, but again, that's part of the Matthew Stafford package that you're going to get. I mean, I, I think... I don't know. Looking at him through the lens of this year and and where he sits on those court on that quarterback list, to me, I mean, he he won a Super Bowl. You can't discount that either. The Rams no. did win a Super Bowl, but he also helped them win that. The Rams have been to a Super Bowl with you know a lot of these guys before, and they didn't win it. A lot of these key players before, and they didn't win it. And now they've come back and they won it. So, so I don't know. It's so funny. The only Super Bowl that Dangles doesn't credit a quarterback to is when Nick Foles beat his Patriots. Uh, Shave for the sharp. The Detroit no, Lion man himself. Tripped and fell into that. <laughs> uh, you're an idiot. He won, He was awesome in that Super Bowl. Uh, Detroit uh, Detroit Lion man himself. Shave for the sharp. Drew Schaefer Crookston. We have not talked about the Rams Super Bowl since it happened. We have not talked about your guy and how you felt watching him win a Super Bowl in another uniform. Matthew Stafford comes in at number seven. You had him at number eight. How do you feel about your boy Stafford? Are you a little are you a little sad that it didn't happen no. for Detroit? Or are you very happy for no. the man? I have zero I have zero sadness at all. Um I'm I'm thrilled for him. I really am. Um by all accounts. And I, I've had plenty of people have personal interactions with him around town in Michigan. Nothing but glowing reviews with that guy. So love the guy, love his toughness. I will say I think one of the most tired narratives that I've heard is Matt Staff- Matthew Stafford didn't have any help in Detroit. He only fucking played with Megatron. <laughs> he now, it, it, you know, and 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 now with the Rams, I guarantee you he's not on this list if he doesn't have Cooper Cup as his receiver. We just watched, literally undisputed statistically wise. I know he had an extra game. Cooper Cup had the best year of any receiver in modern football history. Yeah, who was his quarterback? Matthew Stafford. So I don't want to hear that he didn't have any help in Detroit. He had. He had Golden Tate. He had Calvin Johnson. He had a year of Reggie Bush in his prime. He had help, okay? The team wasn't good. And now he goes to a Ram situation with McVay and Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham Jr. And guess what? He won a freaking Super Bowl because he's capable and he's proven that. Yeah. And I'm thrilled for him. And that's just it, though, right? Yeah, you're right. But I think think my point is I think he's reached his apex. I don't see... I don't see him rolling off Great. two, three He's more a Super Bowl winner. No, exactly. That's his apex. Like, I guess my no. thing is like to your point. I'm like, I'm kind of wondering. I agree with you that the narrative that he didn't have any help in the Detroit is bullshit because he did have help in Detroit, but like he had a little help in Detroit. Now he has a lot of help, and we've seen what he can do with an actual entire team around him. He can win you a Super Bowl. He can help win you a Super Bowl with with the entire team around him. So like. If this is the ceiling, if Super Bowl winner, because we're going to talk about other guys on this list today that did not win their team a Super Bowl this year, and they had pretty good surrounding casts to them themselves. And and here we are. Matthew Stafford is a Super Bowl champion. So I want to rephrase. Obviously, it goes without saying the apex is a Super Bowl champion. That's a stupid comment by me. Sorry. I'll take no, the that's L. That's not even what I meant to point. That's not even what I meant to point out. I, will I really did. That, that's not no, even no, what no, I meant I, to no. highlight. But I, I, want, I, want to, I want to rephrase. I don't think Matthew Stafford has staying power on top of this mountain. I think for him to win a Super Bowl, everything has to be right. Mm. And that's what happened this year. Even even their playoff run. Even yeah. their playoff run. Yeah. I mean, if they go to Lambeau, do they win in Lambeau? Maybe. 
but certainly and 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 they conquered the beast of the 49ers. They lost six straight times. I was on the 49ers. Barely. They didn't cover, by the way. Barely. Um, and that Jaquiski Tart <laughs> but, throw will live in everyone's memory. Correct. Well, and that's yeah, but what, it's a that's what if. What, uh, yeah, you can say what if he picked it off. But, he didn't. But hey, I am thrilled for the man. I love him. Couldn't be happier for him. I hope they have a Super Bowl hangover and they lose 15 games next year and Lions have a top five pick. <laughs> I think uh, if that Jaquiski Tart play does happen, Dangles, I don't think Stafford's on this episode at all. Uh, now we move on but to something that has never happened in the six years that we've done this list. Listen, as I've said, we've had a couple of ties before, uh, but usually the, that tie is decided by who had the highest individual ranking. Like if Dangles has some guy eighth the highest, I have some guy ninth, that guy who got the eighth gets the highest ranking. A, sometimes the highest individual ranking is tied, so we go to the second highest individual ranking. All right, if those two are tied, we go to the third highest individual rankings. These two quarterbacks... Each of us had one of them fourth. Each of us had one of them fifth. Each of us had one of them sixth. And I'm so very happy about it because I had the toughest time deciding between the two of them. Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert are both tied for the fifth overall quarterback on this list. Joe Burrow came into this list. He was 13th overall, led his team to the goddamn Super Bowl. Justin Herbert was 8th overall, did not make the playoffs, but I don't believe that was Justin Herbert's fault. I would believe that was uh, Brandon, uh, whatever his name is, Staley's fault. But Burrow and Herbert, the future is bright in the AFC. We still haven't talked about Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes. Those are four quarterbacks in the top five of this list that all play in the same conference that are all under the age of 25. It's unbelievable. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Shape of the Sharp, you had Burrow one spot ahead of Herbert. We're splitting hairs here. Yeah, flip a coin. <laughs> flip, a flip a coin. coin. Exactly. I mean, I, I, the, the, and it wasn't just because of um, – the playoff run and the Super Bowl run that made me rank Burrow one spot ahead, one spot ahead of Herbert. I ranked Burrow by all accounts, and and Dilfer has said this on podcasts. By all accounts, Joe Burrow athletically can't hold a candle to what Justin Herbert can do. He can't. He can't. He literally physically can't even compare to Justin Herbert. Herbert's a freak. Burrow's got it. We've seen it. <laughs> We've literally seen it. Yep. And now that he has Jamar Chase. At his disposal, they have to go get an offensive line for him. Um, I think, I, I, I do think it's so unfair to say he's, you know, he's like a young Joe Montana, blah, blah, blah. But he just he just has that factor where I, I, I just, I love his leadership. I, I love the fact that he gets sacked and doesn't ever complain about the offensive line. He gets up. He's just tougher than nails. Herbert, I mean, what a freak, man. Some of the throws he made. Oh, my God. The, 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 the game against Vegas was just unbelievable. That last, that oh, game my God. Un- he's unbelievable. Everyone he's forgot unshakable. about that. He is completely, un- so, he is completely unshakable. So, and I think it's so easy to interchange these guys here. Like, yeah, it's and, and that's really what I'm saying. To- I had them right next to each other. That's where they belong. I think right outside that uh, um, top five. Uh, or, sorry, f- yeah, tied for fifth. I mean, I think this is a testament to the West Coast Gamblers quarterback rankings because I think this is a beautiful ranking for both these unbelievable young quarterbacks. Can I can I just say I went back and looked just because I know people have underscored and I'm sure this has been brought up but you know underscored how impressive it was what the Cincinnati Bengals did this year. I went back and looked at our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook on May 24th of 2021. Do you guys know what the win total is for Cincinnati was? Six on and a half. Day? Six and a half. Six I bet the half. under. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I Six the under. and a half 
wins. <laughs> and Drew, Schaefer the Sharp, Crookston, bet the under, and all they did was make a Super Bowl. What he was able to do coming off a torn ACL with an average to below average offensive line and the fact that that Bengals team was able to win in a bunch of different positions from like holding leads up big to close games at the half or going down the stretch to being behind like we saw in the AFC Championship game at the half and, and, and cruising back not to take away from the fact that Patrick Mahomes choked in that second half, but we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Um, I, I love I love that we all had them in this area because it's it's the future is so bright at the quarterback position, and yeah. I cannot wait to see what these guys do over the next couple of years. And, and not to uh, leave Justin Herbert out of this conversation, he did start all 17 games this season, as did Matthew Stafford, by 5, the way. 5,000 passing yards? Ju- uh, Justin Herbert, I mean... Uh, if if he to Steve Fezzik's demise, if that team kicks a couple of field goals, he's in the playoffs. And yeah. you you can't tell me that Justin Herbert couldn't have had the Cincinnati Bengals run to the Super Bowl in the AFC this year. I think Justin Herbert has just as much in him. I'm very excited to see a team that did not make the AFC playoffs, what they do next year. They might lose Mike Williams to free agency, but I don't think Herbert Herbert's one of those guys that I think doesn't matter who's going to be wide receiver for him, he's going to hit him with the ball. I'm so excited to see the future of these two guys. The future is absolutely bright. But again, never had an absolute tie in these rankings before Joe Burrow and Justin (laughs) Herbert both tied for fifth. We also have a tie for third. Now it's not an absolute tie because someone ranked uh, one of these QBs higher than the other, but let's start out with guy who's number four It's the fourth year. He's been in this list 26 and 25 his first year. Last year he was fifth overall this year. He's fourth. He started all the games for his team three straight years. It is Josh Allen himself. I had Josh Allen a little bit lower. For instance, I had him lower than Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, but again, I think you're splitting hairs here when it comes. Tony, I did. Tony, I did. Tony, stop. I did. You, stop. you continue stop, stop. to show. Yeah, like what, what are, what are we doing? About? What are we I doing thought, here? Uh, by now, come on, dude. Come on. You're smart. You're you a smart guy. To, you're intelligent the guy. The definition you of insanity is making the same mistake over that and over again and expecting a different I'm sorry. result. That is fucking crazy, and you know it. You know <laughs> no, 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 dude, you can't, you can't, you can't have Josh Allen below those guys. You can't. I can absolutely tell me why. I think jo- Joe ridiculous. Burrow and Justin Herbert are on worse teams than Josh Allen is. I cannot wait to see Josh Allen without Brian Dayball calling the plays. I you have to wait separate the quarterback s- from his surroundings in a certain way, though, don't you? Yeah, you do, and that's what I'm saying. If Josh Allen is on the Los Angeles Chargers or the Cincinnati Bengals, I don't think they're as good as Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert are. If Justin Herbert and oh. Joe Burrow are on the Bills, I think they're just as good as if not better. I like Burrow and Herbert more than Allen. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. I'm saying he's the fifth best quarterback in the world. He comes in fourth on this list. Where did you, you two have had him, him number three? That you guys both had him number three, which is where he I belongs. Had, I had him third, and I and I'm not even trying to be funny here. Have a take. I considered him first. I really did. I considered him first, I and too. I looked back, and I you know I don't think he's there yet. But we don't need to like go play by play to what he did against the Chiefs in the playoffs, and again. He has the it. and Tony to your to your point, yeah, is sure. If he if he goes out and struggles next year without Dable, will that be telling? Sure. But I don't think you can have more upside with the exception of one guy we'll talk about later in any position any quarterback in the world for his position, just he 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 takes linebackers three yards when he runs. I mean, <laughs> he is an absolute special because he is a linebacker. He's six foot yes. five, two fifty. Yes. yes. <laughs> this isn't a guy that scrambles, can use his legs. This guy takes people to the ground. He doesn't want, and he doesn't care. He dives over piles for first downs. He's he's 
he's incredible. So um, I love Josh Allen. I'm glad you had him third dangs where he belongs. Um, Cause I, I, yeah, I, and again, it's, I'm not saying Herbert and Burrow are like light years behind him, Tony. I just don't know what you could have saw in them this year. That would make you think that Allen wouldn't do just as good, if not better on those teams. And then Burrow and Herbert would do better on the bills. I, I, I don't agree with that at all. Yeah. I think Josh Allen is the truth and will be con- and continue to be the truth. He is tied with a man who I consider the truth, but a travesty has occurred. This man is tied with Josh Allen. Uh, he has been on this uh, list for five years. The past three years, he has been the number one overall quarterback. Pat Mahomes is not going to be the number one overall quarterback for the fourth straight year this year, even though Schaefer the Sharp had him individually as the number one overall quarterback. I personally had Mahomes number three. The reason he's tied with Josh Allen and not in the top two is because Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, has Patrick Mahomes as the seventh best quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> Shave of the Sharks walking away. Good. He's then walking away. He's walking away. Listen, look at him. That'll make this a lot easier. Pat Mahomes. Uh, I think he's fallen a bit from number one overall. I'm fine uh, not having him number one overall. I personally had him three, which is where he landed. But to have him seventh is an absolute. It's a sham. It's a mockery. So. It's a travesty. It's a travesham mockery. Dangles. Why do you think Patrick Mahomes Drew still hasn't returned? Why? Why do you think Patrick Mahomes is the seventh uh, that's best, the best quarterback thing, in the NFL? That's the best thing that you've said in the entire history of the podcast. Um, look, I this was a tough one to swallow for me too this year um, because Mahomes is amazing, and if we are making this list about what quarterback do I want for my team to start a franchise around or what quarterback do I want five years from now or ten years from now, Patrick Mahomes is at the top of that list. But if I'm making a list of the quarterbacks in 2021, Patrick Mahomes was not the best quarterback in the NFL in 2021 to 22. And he certainly, he, he, he certainly wasn't in the top five as far as his performance this year. They were three and four through seven weeks of football. Then they ripped off eight in a row. They went to nine and one to close out the season. So great. But that is a hugely inconsistent campaign for Patrick Mahomes. He teetered back and forth between struggling mightily at the start of the year. He threw 10 of his 13 picks, which was a a career high for him, by the way, in the first two months of the season. And his usual, and then he came back to his usual self. The Chiefs, you know, defense pulled itself together, as we all saw in the second half of the season. Uh, And he found his stride. stride. He threw just three picks in the final nine. Nine weeks of the season. I, I just think, I think Casey's offense is too heavily reliant on Patrick Mahomes to do everything. And this year we saw not only the effects of that, but also the effects of defenses having, what has it been now? Four years, five years, uh, uh, four, four years, technically as a starter five, uh, to see what he does and how the Casey offense runs. And we've seen those holes. We've seen that when they ask him to do a lot, he makes poor decisions with throwing the football. He's he's not always on target. He tries to take the entire game on his shoulders. It's how he ended up losing them the, the AFC championship game. If we're looking at quarterbacks this year and not saying, what quarterback do I want my team to have forever? If this is the list of 2021 quarterbacks, to me, Patrick Mahomes is the seventh best quarterback in the league this year. It's it's just the way that it shook out. 
Before I let Drew go, because I know Drew had Patrick Mahomes as the best quarterback in the world, number one on his list, I will say, Dangles, I agree with you that that valley of the first two months of his season was definitely an eye-opener for Patrick Mahomes. That's why I had him third. He was not the perfect person that he once was, but he came back. As you said, 10 uh, picks in the first uh, half of his season, only three for the rest of the season. the first half, the first two months. So, okay, fine. Ten picks the first two months, that's the valley. But then he improved to the Noel Patrick Mahomes that we know and love. He still hits statistics that no one else can hit. And I think Patrick Mahomes, he might not be number one, but he's definitely top three. And to have him seventh, to have him behind Matthew Stafford is an idiotic move. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is Matthew absolutely... Stafford won a Super Bowl. Patrick yeah. Mahomes did not this year. Uh, this year. But uh, Patrick Mahomes can win a Super Bowl every year. Matthew Patrick Stafford Mahomes cannot. now has the exact same number of Super Bowls as Matthew Stafford does. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers too. But I'm just saying, Ma- uh, Pat- Patrick Mahomes is undeniably one of the top three, if not the top quarterback in the NFL. Not this that, year he wasn't. That first two-year valley where, again, he had 10 picks early and only three picks for the rest of the way. Matthew Stafford had, not seven, this year he wasn't. Matthew Stafford had 17 over the same amount of time, and you're still saying Matthew Stafford's a better not quarterback. This, He's this just year not. he was. He had, five, he he had was. five more interceptions. If you want to go off your interceptions. He won a Super Bowl. What? That is what you play for, Tony. So then why isn't Matthew Stafford number one? If if winning a Super Bowl is the end all be all and statistics it's don't matter, why is Matthew Stafford? That's the, the only one you hold it on, though. No, every it other statistic him... Pat Mahomes is beating him on. Yet you keep going to the Super Bowl thing. Pat Matthew Stafford's not a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. He's just not. He yeah, was Drew, this year. Number one, you had him number one overall. Why is Patrick Mahomes the best quarterback in the world? I, I understand. I understand the point Dangles is is making. Where you know Mahomes was. I I, I would. I actually just did it in my head. What, what would I have Mahomes ranked this year solely on 2021 performance? And I have him fifth, okay? So I, I did have him fifth this year. This exercise is always interesting because there's no science to it, right? right? Tony, you don't tell us, like, this is what – you know, you, you got to be great on this. What I do is obviously the 2021 season has the most impact, but also I'm looking at, you know, what he's done in the past, what, what the future is, and all that you can say about Mahomes. The reason I have him as the best quarterback in the world is because – in four years of being a starting quarterback, he has done unprecedented things. He's thrown for 151 touchdowns and 36 touch, 36 picks, and he's hosted an AFC championship game each year. Now, he's won two of those, one and one the Super Bowl. But if you look at his ceiling, if you didn't know what football was and you, know, you, you had 32 starting quarterbacks uh, all in the same field, eventually Patrick Mahomes would separate himself as the best quarterback in the world because – Skill-wise, he's the best quarterback in the world. Now, he might have the best receiver, the best tight end, which I still think when healthy, Tyreek Hill and Kelsey are, if not, you know, the best no, top no three of their positions. That. But, you know, his second-half performance against the Bengals was alarming. Um, Bill Simmons is under the impression that, you know, he's going to come out with some concussion down the line. It was alarming because, you know, he was very, very bad. You don't pay a guy – half a billion dollars to have that kind of performance in the second half and collapse and in the AFC championship game. You just no. don't. And, and I do agree, Dangles. He had a frustrating year. I was betting off the chiefs the first half of the it year. It wasn't just one game either. It was seven games. No, no, no. It was the season it, yeah, where he it, it was the majority of the first half of the year, but he's 26 years old. He's 26. I had to double check that. He's 26 years old. <laughs> and I five think, foot eight. <laughs> he's five foot seven three no um I, I do believe he does stuff that 
literally no other quarterback can do. And I think given yes. his age, and, and, and I get it, I get it. You don't want to say, you know, this list isn't who do you start a franchise with, blah, blah, blah. It's Mahomes every day. That's how we're making Aaron this Rogers, list. Who, who clearly, it's if you're starting a franchise, you're not picking those guys because they're older than dirt. But um, Patrick Mahomes, to me, still, I watch a ton of football, as you guys do. I still believe if all these guys that we ranked, 1 through 62, if they all play to their ability – I still think he's the best. I think he's the best by a decent margin physically. I really do. He comes in number third, and that leaves the two older-than-dirt players left. The two older-than-dirt players remaining. And guess what, folks? There was another tie. A tie for first really? overall. Uh, hmm. the first, obviously, the only two people left are the retiring Tom Brady and the maybe retiring Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Tom Brady was first on this uh, list the first two years we've done it. Aaron Rodgers has been second twice on this list in 2017, last year, and 2021. We also, as I said, if you've been listening since the beginning, we had two unanimous picks on this episode, on this list. Number 62 overall, Jake Fromm with the Nathan Peterman Award. Every one of us put him as number 62, and every single one of us put Aaron Rodgers as number two. A unanimous decision for Aaron Rodgers to be number two. Was that enough to get him the number one overall slot? It got him enough to tie it. But he tied Tom Brady, and because both Dangles and I put Tom Brady as the number one overall quarterback... Tom Brady finishes his career as the PFF ranked number one quarterback in the league and the West Coast Gamblers number one ranked quarterback in the league. Tom Brady's one. Aaron Rodgers is two. I was frankly amazed. I thought I'd be the only one to have Tom Brady that high. I do believe he's the best quarterback in the league last year. Uh, You're the two people in the entire world that only has Tom Brady number one in your rankings. Uh, I, I I thought I'd be alone. I thought I'd be alone on this <laughs> ranking, especially with you two. I thought I'd be alone. But I, I truly think that Tom Brady is leaving this NFL at the absolute top of the game. And that last game against Los Angeles in that playoff loss, when he threw the ball, an absolute beeline 40 yards in the air to a streaking Mike Evans over one of the best cornerbacks in the game, Jalen Ramsey, for a touchdown to bring them back in that game and force Matthew Stafford to win the game. Listen, if that's the last play we see out of Tom Brady, what a way to go out. He didn't win the game, but he did everything he could in his power to do so. If I am playing Tom Brady, I am never comfortable with me winning that game, even though he's 44, 43, however old he is. Even though he's that old, he still is the number one quarterback in the league to me. I know Dangles thinks the same. Shave of the Sharp, you had Brady all the way down at number four. It's not exactly a low ranking, but uh, yeah. uh, Tom Brady, number one, are you okay with having Brady number one on this list? I mean, if it's a tip of the cap to a career long, that's the thing. What are you great? I mean, you're grading on this year. He obviously was the MVP front runner for the majority of the year, but again, you know, so I, we made this analogy too. If you put Tom Brady on the Jaguars, Jaguars, uh, they Atta win boy. four games. Okay. You put Mahomes on the Jaguars. I think they win nine games. I just do. I just do. I, I, I don't think, I don't think the wins above replacement Brady's not going to have the same value as a Rogers. He's not going to have the same value of a Josh Allen or even a burrow and, um, a Herbert. And I'm the biggest Tom Brady fan there is, but obviously that system was curbed specifically for him. Right. Um, 
and obviously they had some serious issues with injuries and the AB saga. He's awesome. He's the go. I do disagree in this sense, Tony. This is purely a Schaefer the Sharp speculative moment. I don't think he's done. I don't. I, I, I think the retirement was too low-key. I think he just thinks I, – I, I just think the San Francisco for one year just makes too much sense. It just makes too much sense on my end um, to go play for his childhood hometown team for, you know, uh, a minimum wage for, for the for – the, for the veteran minimum and just go try to win a Super Bowl and have Trey Lance by your side the whole time. It makes way too much sense in the world. I'll end the Schaefer the Sharp quarterback uh, match matchmaker with that. Tom Brady to San Francisco for one last hoorah with Kyle Shanahan. How? I can't fault you for I can't fault you guys for having him number one. He was also he was awesome by every metric. And obviously if that was the last throw we ever saw, we can tell our kids Maybe not you, Tony, because who knows if you'll have him. But me and Dangles can tell kids um, that we saw the greatest of all time play the position. We did. Full we did. 500 plus yards above replacement better than Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady was this season. Numbers wise, his best season since the 2007 year where he threw 50 touchdowns and we went 16 and 0 in the regular season and were one win away from the Super Bowl. Career highs in touchdowns, yards per game, completions, and yes, he had a regular extra season game to do it, but at 44, I mean, what are we Absolutely talking about? Absolutely remarkable. What are we doing? I'm talking about all and all he did in his last brush stroke of an NFL game was lead a brilliant comeback from down 27 to 3 past the half to come back and almost win that game if not for that Matt Gay field goal force and to force Matt Gay to make that field goal. Um, I mean, I just, how do you, and it is, it is to your point, Drew, it is my last chance to tip the cap to the guy. How could I not put him number one on the list this year? He threw for over 5,000 yards. I mean, the guy just, you know, it's my last chance to put him on there. And I do think he was in 2021, you know, kind of going back to my point, looking at guys this year, he was the best quarterback in the NFL this year. He just was. And, and as you said, Drew, you you know you have free reign on how you want to rank these. What do you want to do? Are you building for the future? Are you building for the past? Are you building for today, tomorrow, whatever? The way I go about doing this in my personal rankings is if I have a game tomorrow, who do I want my quarterback to be? And undeniably, that quarterback's Tom Brady still Every at day. age 44. And I will end the podcast with this note. Uh, and it was it, it was remarkable to me. I, it, it's pretty much common sense, but it was still shined brightest. I, I have a huge hard-on for people who start every game at the quarterback position. And Tom Brady at age 44 has not missed a start since his four-game deflate gate suspension in 2017. Five straight years of that 44-year-old man has started every game for his team. I love Tom Brady. And tip the cap to him. If he's done, he's the best quarterback ever. If he plays one more year, he only gets to write more history, whatever that Still team may be. Still the best quarterback ever. I love it. I love him to death. Tom Brady, number one. Aaron Rodgers, number two. And that is it for the QB rankings in the year of 2022. For Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, for Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookston, my name is Tony Cavallo. We are the West Coast Gamblers, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Thank you for listening, and Dangles is an idiot for putting Mahomes seven. Shut up. <laughs> Dub C to the G, West Coast Gamblers. 
Get ready, race fans, because the ultimate NASCAR experience is about to hit the airwaves. Welcome to Pit Pass NASCAR, the podcast that takes you deep into the heart-pounding world of NASCAR racing. Join us each week as we bring you closer to the NASCAR action with exclusive interviews and all the news and rumors you need with your favorite drivers, team members, and industry insiders. So whether you're a fan of super speedways, short ovals, or road racing, or you've just watched Talladega Nights, Pit Pass NASCAR is the podcast you've been waiting for. Get ready to fuel your passion for NASCAR like never before. Subscribe now to Pit Pass NASCAR on your favorite podcast platform or head to evergreenpodcast.com and get ready to join us. Launching in the fall on Evergreen Podcast Network. Follow us on social media at pitpass underscore NASCAR to stay up to date with everything you need to know about the podcast.